listening to the Mindful Biz Podcast. I'm Alison Morgan, business coach at Relauncher. Hi everyone, welcome. So in today's episode, it's you and me, and we are going to be talking about business growth. This is a topic that I cover very, very frequently um, with business coaching clients. And, you know, it's an exciting one, but can also be overwhelming at times because quite often when people are wanting to put a focus on their business, they also have a lot of other things and elements going on, not to mention in their personal lives as well. And in fact, it's super interesting because As you know, I work with a lot of very established business owners and so often people have got major things going on behind the scenes and, you know, in their personal lives when they choose to take a real focus on change and evolution in their business as well. It's, it's so interesting. And in fact, they often feel like they're the only ones in that situation. I'm like, oh no, if you knew how many people I was working with, um, that are looking at evolution and growth of their business and in their own lives, there's just major milestones or hiccups going on it's just they must it just must go hand in hand something to do with the universe and how how we operate and think okay so we're focusing on business of course we are um so one one of the first things we need to do and look you know this you know this and you you've heard me say this a thousand times get your team in order you know get the right people so obviously before you start looking at who you need to bring on board. You need to have a really, really clear vision of where are you going? What are you doing? You know, what's it going to look like? And I, I I like to have a vision which is actually not too far away. So I like to plan around 12 to 18 months in advance. So you know what that is. Have it really, really crystallized and then go, okay, so what do we need to be doing now to get us there and thinking in stepping stones? So usually that will involve looking at, you know, who do you need in your team? Are they going to be full-time employees or are they contractors or how how is this going to work? So expanding your team is super um, important. You might even choose to work with another company that white label as well. That's also another option. So just be thinking, who are... Um, who are the people that I need to get involved and and what level are they at? So just to give you a bit of an example, with Sticky Studio, I've, I've generally hired just senior people in the past because I needed a team of people that just get it and that I don't need to micromanage and that I know that are going to produce amazing quality of work rather than, you know, going backwards and forwards and it's still not being right. Um, And now that I've got that foundation, now I'm hiring um, at more junior levels or mid-weight levels. So just be thinking about when you structure your team and the people that you need to bring on board, what level do they need to be at um, to help you to sort of understand your costs, but also the level of work in terms of the output. Another another element, and particularly if you are in, I mean, yes, services as well, but particularly in product, is expanding overseas. 
And going to some of these overseas expos, depending on what field you're in, can be a really, really great way of breaking into overseas markets. So you might actually choose to start off with, like, rather than actually exhibiting at an expo, go go as an onlooker, go and suss it out, speak to people there. Often there are distributors there that you can actually go and speak to as well. So sometimes they'll actually have their own stands So that makes it super easy. You can just go up and speak to them and ask questions and find out information. Um, And other times, or in addition, there'll actually be distributors on the floors actually going and, you know, speaking to the people at the store. So sometimes you can actually catch people that way and organise meetings because there's generally breakout meeting points that you can go and sit down and have a coffee and have a proper chat, or you can also reach out to distributors before you go and see whether they'll be at the expo and you can arrange a meeting. So expanding overseas is really, really, you know, a great avenue to look at and just working out, well, what markets do you want to break into first? You certainly don't want to be breaking into too many markets at once. Again, stepping stones is always, always better. Also speak to like-minded businesses that are, are... Um, operating overseas and have a chat to them as well and hear about their experience because research for this um, will obviously give you a head start on whatever it is that you want to do. Look at your pricing structure. Okay, so sometimes it, it can just be a matter of, okay, let's increase prices and then other times it will be, well, let's just restructure the way that we're charging. So, uh, for example, a service-based business might start charging based on retainers instead of by project. Um, There's a plethora of ways of looking at this. So just have a look at your business and go, okay, this, given where I'm at with my pricing, how do I need to change this? And it could even be that you keep exactly what you've got for your existing clientele and then you introduce something different for new people coming on board. It's actually a really interesting topic. Again, this is something that I help a lot of clients with is pricing because a lot of the time people are actually not sure how to price their product or their service and it's a bit of a guessing game. And in other cases, their prices have been where they've been at for a long time and they really want to increase their prices, but they don't have the confidence to do that. That is really, really common. And so often, once we go through this process and they put their prices up, their existing customers are kind of almost like, God, I've been waiting for you to put your prices up. So it's often a block with the actual business owner more than anything. Because of the market that we are in at the moment with, um, you know, recession and cost of living going up and all those kind of things, we do need to be mindful about increasing costs and prices unnecessarily. So obviously, if your suppliers are putting their prices up, you absolutely need to pass that on. But if it's a nice to have, then perhaps now might not be the best time with your market. So obviously, take all elements into consideration, but also know uh, and understand that you could be your block for you putting your own prices up. And if that's the case, then absolutely reevaluate and see where to go to from there. Now, marketing is next on my list, and this is always an interesting topic because most people 
are not marketing experts. They haven't gone and got the degree. They haven't. They haven't. Uh, you know, they haven't had the experience and and ne- and the mentoring necessarily to help them work out how to market their business. If that's you, which really is the majority of people, that's so okay. It's absolutely fine. Uh, most people, you know, are amazing at what they've put their business out to do, that product or that service or that reason why they've started that business. But when it comes to marketing, they can really shy away from it or be really unsure what to do. So in today's world, it is fast paced. It's digital. Uh, And so really that is the best place to start in terms of marketing is the digital platform. Reason being is that you can get in front of your audience or can create an audience almost instantly and it's free, which is particularly important for businesses and cash flow. So there is so much information online on where to start with marketing or how to elevate your marketing. In a way it can be it can be a little bit overwhelming and it's an entire oh, volume of podcasts. For me to go into this but what I'll do is in the show notes to this I'll put some links to some podcast episodes that we speak solely on marketing it's an area that I help a lot of businesses in uh, and you know whether it's email marketing um, digital marketing pop-ups in-person marketing all of those areas they're all elements for you to look at when you're looking at to promote your business, it's best that you do it uh, one thing at a time with the mindset that you end up having all the cogs turning. And I always say to people, over time, you want to build things up so that people can see you, um, feel you, hear you, and watch you. So that's the whole like in-person podcast or audio video and just be working out how, how can I add all these elements into my business? And in some cases, you're just not going to need them. Like not everyone needs email marketing in today's world. But then in, in other businesses, it absolutely, particularly e-commerce, absolutely is the catalyst for making sales. So just work out where you sit in that marketing mix and what's going to be the quickest and the easiest within your budget to get moving knowing that you do not need to be an expert in this. Uh, Hiring some help will obviously fast track you. That's something that I can help you with. And if it's something that I can't, I'll certainly be able to direct you in the right way. But don't be afraid to put a voice with your brand and humanize your brand. And I would say that's one of the biggest tips is to humanize your brand because that's where the connection is you know your aim is to build trust and credibility and and drop that gap between someone being a complete stranger to your brand and actually then making an inquiry or making a purchase so it's your job for marketing to close that gap so by the time they buy they they feel like they absolutely know you and you know that that gap that personality gap and that bridging gap sometimes doesn't even need to take that long to build that trust and credibility up. So make marketing fun for you. That is that is absolutely point, um, so important and just step into it and start giving it a go and figure it out 
along the way. And that's like with everything. I'm like, don't stand in, stay in the pl- planning phase for too long. Step up, step in, take action. Yeah, you're going to bugger up sometimes. Things are going to go wrong, but you'll learn from it. And that is the key is that you learn from the hiccups because it'll always make you better and stronger. Now, investing in experts, absolutely, you cannot do this alone. Uh, it, It feels like you have to, to begin with. I've been there. I understand it. And you, you can kind of get to the point where you're like, oh my gosh, I feel like I'm standing on the edge of a cliff and I've just got to make that leap of faith and start investing in, in bringing on experts and people to help me bring this vision to life. Now, in this process, you actually can waste a bit of money. I did. Most people have. In hiring the wrong experts. And, you know, it's just one of those things that happen, but obviously you want to avoid So work out what experts do you need for your business. Now, this is where you can make a mistake because you can end up thinking that you need a certain expert and you go down that route and, you know, three months in, you're like, actually, I didn't actually need this type of expert at all. Um, So just understand, work out what kind of experts do you need for your business and then start doing some research and investigation. There can be some really big price gaps between different experts as well. So understand what your budget is because it could be that you start with a certain level of expert and as you grow the business, then you can build up to you know your ideal expert. It's good to go to an expert that has first-hand experience in what you're wanting them to help you with. And it's good to go to an expert that has amazing contacts so they can build you into their circle of trust and connections. You'll find that building a business, so much of it has to do with uh, relationship building and connections. And the quicker you can make your way into that golden circle of people that are going to help you do what you need to do best, the better. And this is why networking and getting out from the office and speaking to people is so key and sometimes it can take you by surprise and you'll meet people in you know scenarios or situations that you never ever thought you'd come across these people and then in other times you'll go to a networking event thinking I'm going to meet all these people and you come away going oh my god that was a waste of my time so be open to you know, going left when you feel like you should go right or, you know, being a little bit spontaneous with with your actions and what you do because, again, it's where the magic can happen. So investing in experts is absolutely uh, key and I would say do that before you think you're ready, okay? Don't wait too long. So Growing a business, obviously, another thing that you can do is introduce more products and services. Now, you can end up in this scenario, and I see this a lot, where people have too many products and services. We're in a world of overwhelm, um, and what we need to do is strip the business back to make it simple. So if you think, oh my God, I need to bring you out some more products, then perhaps what you need to do is look at your existing product range and take some things out. 
you know, so that you've got this core range and you might be then adding in new additions or, you know, collaboration products or limited edition products and they're on the shelf and then they're off the shelf because uh, that also gives it a bit of like urgency with the purchasing as well. So I, I would say, yes, add, you can introduce new products and new services, but do not make it overwhelming and you need to keep the purchase and the selection process as simple as possible in terms of services okay quite often businesses with services have quite a few elements what i find is you're best off in terms of your marketing when you're marketing to new people just offer them the entry level services do not offer them your entire range because it'll it's just too much for them so an example for this is when you go onto my website, Relauncher website, uh, my services there literally are obviously the Sticky Studio services as well as business coaching. Now, beyond that, there is, there is a big level of um, services that I offer, but they're really only applicable to those people that I'm already working with because those services are going to fit their business. Someone that's coming into my business to start off with, those services are not going to be right to start off with. Um, so, so if I put everything on my website, it would be like, oh my God, too much for them. Whereas if I just put the business coaching, I get the inquiries, I get the phone calls. Uh, and then when I'm speaking to them, if I realize actually business coaching is not right for them, however... I've got this other service that's actually much be a much better fit for them. I'll just let them know over the phone. And so it's a really clever way of marketing uh, and, you know, introducing new services without overwhelm. So you just keep that in mind. So the aim, the bigger picture aim is to always be uh, taking our business to the next level. Really, that's that's usually the, the biggest goal in terms of when we when we when we're forecasting and looking into the future. So obviously expanding your business takes hard work and dedication. Okay, but the clearer that you can think, the easier it is to do. Okay, so if if you are just so busy and you've got lists upon lists and dramas that you're solving and life is hectic you really just need to stop and pause and go right how do I iron this out before I go next level and that can be implementing better systems and processes and, and look while I'm talking about that once these are set as your business grows, you need to come back to them and work out what do I need to fine-tune and what do I need to do. They are not set and forget. Okay, keep that in mind because as your business expands, you're obviously going to need more systems and processes and things need to change. So just, you know, go through these this list of strategies that I've just mentioned and work out, okay, knowing all this information now, um, let's clear my head. Let's make sure the business, the current business is operating well. Let's make sure I've actually got time to make this happen, not just think about it. And then, okay, so what's the big vision? Got it? What am I going to do now to make it happen? 
okay? So basically anything is possible. If you are doing something and you've given it a really good shot and it's not working, bounce from it. Fold it up, put it away and move on. Don't just keep trying to hammer it out because you're wasting time and valuable money. So get that right plan in place and you know what? Make sure you have fun. That is why. That is why we do what we do. If you're not having fun, you need to make adjustments to make sure that it does. So that is it for today. Short and sweet and concise. I hope it's helped. If you need me to help with anything to do with business expansion, you know, business growth, uh, branding, websites, packaging, copywriting, content creation, all of those things, just reach out uh, and I can find out how, what your situation is and I can let you know how I can help you best. So that is at relauncher.com.au and stickystudio.com.au. Have a great day, guys. Thank you.